Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Dan from Western Australia. I'm a soldado of PBA, and you're listening to VS Podcast. Amigos de Pancho Villa's Army and Sargento here with another episode of Villa's Podcast. We have taken a little bit of a break uh, with everything that's been going on. A lot of crazy in this world, but you know what? We need this connection. We need this time. And, you know, once again, I have a coronel. I have Ivan here with me as my co-pilots in this journey of Villa's Podcast. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, what's going on, guys? No, like you said, I, I'm, it's glad to be, I'm glad to be back. We did take a little bit of a break. Um, I guess we kind of quarantined ourselves or, you know, we've all got a lot of, you know, it's funny. We we don't really have a lot of stuff going on because we can't go anywhere or do any shit. But for some reason, I'm like busier now busy. than I ever was before. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go explain it, bro. It's it's so I, I thought I was going to have like downtime to catch up on stuff, which I have. But at the same time, I feel like I'm bombarded with a lot more stuff because yeah. people think, oh, we're home. We could do more. But. It's not like it, that. Dude, we definitely feel it, man. And 2020 has been kicking our ass. And you know what? Um, I've, you know, again, there's that lightning at the, at the end of the tunnel. I, well, day, I don't know. I don't know what tunnel you're looking at. One day we'll get there. <laughs> it, it feels like it's getting smaller and smaller. But um, you know what? Let's uh, let's get uh, started with our guests and introduce our guests, man. Now, I, I love this. Uh, you know, this 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 uh, what's it called? I guess this uh, comeback of our little break. And and you know, we're gonna come back strong. So we decided to go international on you guys. And we invited Dan Chapman uh, from uh, this, the was it the the Down Under or how yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah yeah oh, all the way down under. <laughs> uh, hey, welcome Dan, man. How's it going? Thank you. Thank you guys. Finally, yeah. that's awesome, man. This is crazy. I do feel international, bro. This is this is <laughs> nuts, bro. This is really really nuts, and I'm really happy. Welcome, Dan. I'm glad that uh, you've been a, a long supporter and and. Uh, you know, we follow you on Twitter and on social media, and it's great to actually see, you know, even though we're doing the video, uh, the podcast, it's great to actually see you, you know what I mean? So, that's, yeah, I yeah, think sure. Awesome. Yeah, it's good to see you guys as well. I mean, obviously, I've watched videos with all you guys in it for years. Well, which, which, videos? Nice. which videos? Which yeah. videos? Which <laughs> videos? Um, I've started off watching the, um, the way back, I think it was 2014, uh, the, um, all the tailgate ones, oh, okay. Oh, all the okay. uh, all right. parties and stuff. So it's just like, yeah, we wanted to make, just wanted to make sure the adult that, videos weren't out there. That, no. Yeah, <laughs> not those, not those exclusives. Those, those are yeah. in the vault. Those are in the PVA vault that will be I released in uh, 2021. <laughs> when some of us Dan's online. So Dan's online. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, um, if you haven't followed Dan, if you, we highly recommend, you know, following him. He's, uh, you know, again, a big supporter of PVA, but he's a, just a soccer fan all around, man. Yeah. And again, all of our members, all the people that we have that we have a connection with are just hardcore fans. And, um, you know, they have their own team they follow and they're just they're doing their thing. And if you don't um, know Dan, I would recommend on Twitter at, at El Dan Man 86. I like that yeah. handle, dude. Dan Man 86. Yeah, he's a huge He's a huge Chivas fan. I'm sure you guys know that. Right? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, what do you know? We got another Chivas fan on the podcast. I, I, <laughs> we're, we're everywhere. So. Ivan, I don't know why you haven't converted, dude. It's just about time, you know? I think we have to get you a, a Chivas girlfriend. Maybe that's because I like winning teams. 
Uh, oh, 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 you're a bandwagon? Is that no, no. You're a bandwagon? Is that what I'm seeing? Is that what I'm hearing? No, hey, but uh-huh. right now, right now. <laughs> hey, Z, Z, true story. Right now, you said that it's because of a girl that I like, America, not for any other reason. Mm-hmm. I yeah. actually, she, she was a Chivas fan. Long story short, she was a Chivas fan, and I wanted just to get her attention. And I found out, you know, when when I was younger that. She was an America had like the biggest rivalry, so that was one of my way ins to get her attention. Oh my god, dude, oh. dude, I, I gotta tell you, there's other ways you can get attention and to be a goddamn America, America fan. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you yeah, can drive your car and through the freaking living room. <laughs> hey, you can, I mean, you, you can say you have a job. A I have a job. Yeah, I know, I know, but 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 with her soccer family, that was my way in. Believe me, that was my way in. All right, all right. Well. And 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 obviously they found out he's a America fan, so he's out. Yeah, they always gave me a hard time, but it's cool. It's cool. I don't mind it. <laughs> Dan, so tell us yeah. uh, about about you a little bit, man. So, uh, you know, tell us how long have you been in Australia? What do you do there? Um, you know, just kind of give us a little background story about yourself. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm originally from England, the UK, um, the oh, southeast. Um, I moved out here in 2012. So I've been here just over eight years now. Um, the reason was, I think, my parents came out here a year before. Uh, they were telling us how good it was. The weather's great most of the time. It's not why now, but um, it's there's a lot. It's a lot different culture-wise over here. I find um, it's much more. You do your work. There's very hardworking people over here, but you do your work and then you go out. You know, go to the pub or go out to the club or you. It's very much an outdoors culture over here, mm-hmm. uh, which I like. And it's not so much in the UK because obviously the weather. Um, it's a lot rainier, a lot colder over there, so you don't go out as much. So I like going out a lot, um, seeing people and things. Um, so yeah, I've been here for eight years. I work at a help desk um, in a hospital. Um, it's basically like a call center for a hospital over here. Um, I've been working there for um, almost a year and a half, actually. Yeah. I remember much. when you posted that, I think you posted it on Twitter. That you were gonna apply, and then I think you posted that you actually got the job, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. It's really good. I mean, um, I had a bit of help getting the job um, um, with an employment agency, mm-hmm. um, so I'm quite lucky with it. Um, and I'm also lucky that um, I was still able to work through this whole COVID thing. Uh, oh, I know a lot okay. of people, like such as yourselves, probably are not working at the moment. Um, so I'm kind of blessed that I've been able to just keep working. So yeah, well, you know what? I'm glad you, you know, I mean, I'm glad that that's the case, Dan. A lot of people, you know, are, are not fortunate enough to, you know, continue yeah, with yeah. their employments, or just, you know, the COVID has hit everybody differently, uh, some cool. harder than others. So we're glad that you're you're still, you know, um, you know, going strong with your employment and everything. And yeah. you know, let's let's address the elephant in the room, right? I mean, this is what's going yeah. on still. COVID, the COVID, uh, you know, COVID is still going on. Coronavirus, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Those the, the, the what do we call that? You got the Rona. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got how, how, how is life in uh, how is life there now? Are things starting to open up more? Are you seeing yeah. uh, kind of moving That's to a region? You know, how is yeah. it over there in Australia right now during coronavirus? I mean, yeah, I mean. Um, it's not affected us nowhere near as hard as it's you guys. Uh, the UK as well has been pretty bad. Um, I think last time I checked, we had 7,000 people infected. Um, of them, 6,500 are recovered. Um, I think we've had about 103 deaths so far. 
Um, mm. So, you know, Australia and New Zealand have really, um, I think it's partly um, their governments, they really decisive beginning in the, in the middle of March. Um, they quarantine everyone. They shut all the traveling, you know, the airports down. Um, they gave us the whole one hour exercise outside thing. Um, but it's also, we're quite out of the way. You know, it's not like yeah. Europe and you guys where um, you had so many people coming in and going out. Yeah. Um, it was a lot easier for, especially WA as well. Um, it's very easy to shut us off from the outside world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> we kind of did, we did all right. And I think it was part luck and part um, our governments being quite decisive. Yeah. Well, that's you know, man, it's it's funny you say that, and I was going to ask, and that's going to be one of my questions, because uh, I've got a lot of questions. About yeah, yeah, that was food, right? <laughs> yeah, And so, like, you so like, let's just let's face it. So here in the states, people are assholes, right? So they like, they, you can't <laughs> tell me what to do. So, like, yeah. my my question, one of my questions I had for you was, okay, so you guys recognize, obviously, COVID nineteen, the pandemic, everything's going on. Government decided, hey, this is what we're going to do. They didn't. They're not toying with, you know. They they really at least from my point of view from what I've seen is they really just took no time. This is what we're going to do. This is the best course of action for us in Australia mm. or, or whatever. And, and and the people seem to be okay with that, right? Um, yeah, I mean, at least from what I see, yeah. right? Not like here, like here, like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. You, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I, that's economy. just the way people are in the states, right? You know, they kind, you know, I, I get it. I get all that stuff. But is it is it the the attitude of uh, the people in Australia yeah. that that has helped this in in a sense because those to me the numbers I mean obviously six thousand you don't want to hear about six thousand people infected but the mm. fact that you have so many recoveries is yeah. is that's great news right uh, you that's know what this is, I, I'm thinking too I'm glad you brought that up because I mean Dan just said you know it's a very outdoor culture. So maybe the people they're 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 probably a lot more healthier than Americans too. Maybe I don't know what the health ratio is, but dude, I'm thinking about U.S. How like fast food and mm. I mean, we're known we're known not to be so good at our health, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I've been eating out tacos all the time, but yeah, you know that, that, my... that came to mind too. I think, I'm thinking like they're they're also a lot more healthier, so they can recover from that even better than we can. I, my um, I think um, we did have a lot of people going to the beaches still. Um, there was the you know the whole thing about um, the media saying look all these people are going on the beaches so we had that kind of issues along with you guys and I think UK has that as well um, so there were people that kind of um, were a bit reckless um, but I think on the on the whole um, I think m- most Australians kind of accepted like this is what we've got to do because yeah. we don't want to catch it we don't want it to get any worse we don't want people yeah. dying. So we're just going to sacrifice this. And I think the main sacrifice I think Australians have made is there has been a lot of job loss. Um, I think the unemployment level at the moment is the highest it's been for like 10 years or so. It's mainly because people have had to let people go. Um, There's lots of like small cafes and things like that that employ people like on a casual basis. And obviously they all had to let people go and, um, to save money and things. So um, it's not all rosy here, you know. We do have a lot of unemployment. We do have people, um, especially over east, a lot of people were infected, like thousands. Um, but WA, I think, because WA is very sparsely populated, uh, all the 
population is really in, in the city and along the coast. Um, so it was really easy to uh, seclude Perth, yeah. in a sense. Hey. Um, so, yeah, we, have, we do have bad eggs. Yeah. Uh, but I think in the whole, people just accepted it. And it didn't last very long either. Uh, uh, we were allowed out for an hour's exercise, which wasn't really vigorously enforced. It wasn't like we saw police cars go down the roads and things, making sure people went out. You're, you're at 55 um, minutes. That... I need you to go inside. You're, you're 58. <laughs> yeah. You're about to expire your, yeah. your, your, your exercise hour. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I think it'd be hard to do. I don't think that's easy to do to, to you know, do yeah. something like that. Dude, an hour exercise, dude, that's a lot for me, bro. <laughs> well, I ain't doing that shit at all. Dude, I'll be, I'll be honest, dude. I think I've, um, I think I've been, I've been the healthiest I've ever been since this time, man. I've been dude, running. This is the, oh, this is the only exercise. <laughs> yeah, I've been taking advantage. That's a good workout, to be fair. <laughs> Those guns. Yeah, dude. Hey, so Dan, I, I know you mentioned WA. You, you mentioned WA a couple times. I'm assuming. Huh. Western Australia? Is that what it stands yeah. for? Western Australia, yeah, sorry, yeah. Western Australia is WA. He's throwing out gang signs and WA. You guys got WA as well, don't you? Like one of your states is WA, isn't it? Washington. Um, nah, we have oh, Washington, yeah, yeah. We have NWA. Okay. Yeah, we don't have that. Hey, so I want to, I want to know more. I want to know more about Australia, bro. I mean, it's like to me, every time I see Australia, I see pictures. It just looks fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. hot, like, like, like hot, like cool, or hot, like no, hot, like hot, dude, like temperature. Well, maybe because everything I see is always like the outback and kangaroos and that type stuff. But dude, what's? I mean, is it really? Is it hot out there? Like, what's the like, what's the norm yeah. out there? What's the temperature out there? So, so, so for WA, um, our seasons are reversed from yours. So it's now entering our winter. We're just our winter has just started here. Wow. Um, oh, wow. So uh, at the moment, it's it's raining a lot. It's cloudy a lot. Um, it's not too cold. It does get cold quite at night. Um, but round about July time, August, that's when it's going to be one or two degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's Dude, Amer- Americans don't even. We're Americans. Yeah. We don't, the U.S. They don't deal with that. They don't. They're like <laughs> on the other spectrum. They they're better yeah. than everybody. <laughs> no, but I mean that's crazy. That I mean that's that's just something that we learn. We learn something every day, right? And like for example, like even Denver. Like I know we have a lot of PVA members in Denver, and they'll that's be cold. posting. Dude, they'll be posting pictures in May. It's snowing. I'm like, where the fuck do you? I like really. <laughs> You know what I mean, uh, but again, Arizona, we're always hot. But uh, hey Dan, we're so hey used Dan, to. You said that to... you said it's two degrees Celsius. Yeah, you see, it can get to freezing. Yeah, it's yeah a couple of times a like window, it can freeze. Rain. Like we yeah, like come, so we moved to Australia, Australia believing that it was going to be sunny and hot, and it never rains. It rains like twice a year, whatever. But it's not the case. Like oh. it rains a lot in Perth. I had no idea. And it, the thing is, the summers are really hot. You're like. Um, Probably, probably from about November till about February, it is normally just constantly in the thirties. It can yeah, go like 80, 86 Fahrenheit then. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, so that's the cool. highest it's been that's, is about forty six degrees. That's nice. That's cold cool for us. Eighty six is good for us here in Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. in LA, they're dying over there. They can't handle eighty five. No, that's <laughs> that's max capacity for us. Like, as in like, um, getting hot. Anything it's just a few warnings over there. That's all, that's all they can. That's all they can handle out there in LA. 
So, Not so Dan, here's, I have a question for you about Australia, man. So, um, if I were to go there for my first time, because you know, there's there's the touristy thing, but there's mm-hmm. the local thing that people from like I, I'm all about the local stuff. Like, if you're a local, yeah. like where would I want to go? And I have to visit when I, if I ever go visit Australia. And I understand it's a huge country, right? Um, yeah. so like, let me know is it should we just to Sydney or should we go? Um, you know, Perth. So let's start with Perth. So with Perth, there's actually not much here in terms of touristy stuff. Hey, it sounds like um, Phoenix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to Phoenix. <laughs> we got cactus. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a quite a small city as well. The metro area is quite small. Um, but it's because most of WA is, it's the biggest state in Australia, but it's mainly uh, rural, agricultural. There's a lot of um, sheep farming and things like that. So you don't have to go too far out of Perth to kind of go into the outback, quote unquote. Um, so if you wanted to do kind of both, Perth is quite an ideal. Um, but most of the action tourist-wise is over east, is Melbourne, Sydney, um, a little bit of Adelaide as well. Um, so I had a, one of my cousins was living in Melbourne for about six months. Um, he came over to Perth for like a business trip for a couple of days. And he was saying that he was telling me that Melbourne's very European. It's very, you know, he said if you squint, you'd almost believe you're in like a UK city or something or a European city. Whereas he felt like when he came over to Perth, he was really in Australia, like for the first time. Because oh. it's, it's all out back. There's wild kangaroos hopping about everywhere. Um, oh. So he's like, yeah. I really feel like I'm in Australia now. So it depends on what you want. If you're, if you're oh, in the city, things, sober east. If you're in more rural, outback east, it's probably Perth. But there's, there's not much more to do in Perth apart from bars and pubs and beaches. So, so the- what was the biggest, so the biggest city, oh, Sydney, right? Sydney yeah, would be the, the biggest city. Upper house, okay. yeah. yeah, upper house, yeah. So Sydney. then, how far is Sydney from Perth? It's right. completely across the other side of the country, so. Hey, yeah, right, right, right really quick, I googled yeah. it real quick, uh-huh. and from Perth to Melbourne, it's a 36-hour drive. 36-hour yeah. drive, well, obviously Chico from freaking, uh. She uh, could do that. And, yeah, but think about it, hey, but think about it. I think the roads are a little different in Australia. Um, How are the roads over there? I've seen certain roads. I know in the city, they're like atypical roads, but I know when you hit the outback, there's a lot of dirt roads and all that. Yeah, stuff, yeah, right? I mean, oh, shit. Yeah. The more the more you go, the more dusty the roads get. But WA is a good, um, a good exporter and importer of goods. So we export a lot of sheep, wool, milk, and cows and livestock. So we export, like, there's a lot of, we call them uh, road trains, which are the big trucks with, like, the multiple trailers. Um, oh, yeah, so there's I always that geographic. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it is, I think there's, like, a TV series. Yeah. Um, a whole series on it. Wow. Um, oh, speaking yeah, of so... TV, speaking of TV series, have oh, you guys yeah. watched the 90 Day Fiancé? Ninety, ninety days. I yeah. know Z. I know you. I know. I know you watch. I, I've watched. I've watched every, watch several every, episodes. Every several Sunday. previous. Yeah. Every Sunday. Yeah. I've seen every episode. episode. It's crazy. Yeah. Are you watching this thing, Dan? Because they have a couple, right? I guess to, for for those of us, oh, for those, I got caught up in it, right? In quarantine, I got right. nothing else to do. Right? So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, so they they, I guess you meet somebody online or whatever, and there's a yeah. couple. The girl from the states flew out to Australia. To be mm. with her online Wait, girlfriend, I'm gonna call it. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah. Remember that one? The oh, one that's les- right. I don't want to say lesbian, but they're both. Yeah, she's both a lesbian part. or whatever, right? Yeah, but, I mean. Whatever. Yeah. But she, it's her and then there's another couple, right? Somebody from Washington. Anyways. Coming up, yeah. at the end of the story, Americans are just assholes. That's just the bottom line. Because everybody yeah. in the world are awesome. They're not, Never yeah, dude. Them. I've noticed but, that there's like lack of sensitivity, dude, where they go. They're just thinking like, the, everybody should be like me. Like, yeah, what's yeah. this? Look like, at me. Look at and, me. And, it's all about me. And, and everybody, I noticed that all the Americans have some sense of entitlement for something. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's why nobody likes Americans, bro. Right. So here, here's here's an episode that I saw. Here's an episode that I saw that I, I saw that too. And and again, it was this, this gentleman who went to Philippines and oh, he yeah. went to visit their 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 poor you know their neighborhood, very poor. And, um, and, and they had a, they roasted a pig for him, right? They did this pig and everything. It's like a big deal. They mm. can't even afford that. Like they all put all their money. And he's just like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I ain't touching that. Uh-huh. So uh, it's, yeah. it's like, dude, that's a freaking puerco. Do eat that shit. That's carnitas. And, that's come and, on, and, man. And, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then and then where he like, oh, I can't sleep here. I'm gonna stay in a hotel. Like a couple of days later. Dude, yeah. see, hopefully you go back and, and do the edit and put a picture of Ed because that's who we're talking about, freaking <laughs> Ed. But uh, no, then so like, yeah, yeah, you haven't seen this, right? You haven't seen this show. No, yeah, no, no. Because exactly. you go yeah, out so, there. So, so basically, we say, dude, be careful with Americans. If they start to reach okay. out to you to to get, you know, get a visa to come to, you know, to for you to come to the U.S., <laughs> watch out, dude. They're gonna catfish you, dude. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. From Jamaica, where is he? Where he wants to marry like that 56 year old lady? Oh my God, the dude yeah, from uh, where's he from? Nigeria. Yeah, that dude's no, awesome. Man. I like that dude. That dude's right, awesome. Right. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so Ivan, Ivan, you're single, right? Are you, are you, are you yeah. taking yet or no? You are okay. So, ladies, he's single. Um, uh, all right. Would you do? Would you do something like this, dude? Would you? Would you go online and and find somebody international and go fly out there, get a v, do all, dude? Would you do this stuff, dude? You know what? I would do it, and they would pay me something just to have fun with it. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but but honestly, I'm not even looking for somebody like online. I know there's like I just saw some hot girl that moved into the apartment like two two houses down. That I'm like, all right, you know. No, she she's but, like, who's that guy? Right, uh, who's looking, that guy? Checking me out. <laughs> we, already, we already went to have tacos. So I mean, oh, oh snap! That's, That's the way. You, hey, you, t- you you don't need to rely on America, dude. Just go with tacos, dude. Forget America. <laughs> Dump yeah. it. Dad. Yeah, true. Dad. Send America, a, a, you know, breakup text and be like, you know what, I'm I'm Chivas now. Peace. <laughs> Come on, yeah. So 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 Dan, so like, so they go out there and they throw in a boomerang, uh, yeah. you know, and then they go to the outback and they got like kangaroos and shit. Like, is that what? Because that's what Americans we're. Americans yeah. yeah. That's what they think <laughs> Australia is all about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. You can get that experience, I think, in any city you go to. Um, if, if you drive far enough out, it's just with Perth. Because Perth's so small, you don't have to go so far to mm-hmm. go to the outback. Uh, where really, it's, over here, it's more fields and sheep and a little hey, bit of bush. So let me ask you, I wonder if it's like Florida, where like in Florida, you, you just all of a sudden fucking have like an alligator or a crocodile yeah, like yeah. in the front lawn. Is it, could it, is it like that? Yeah, I mean, there's a golf course up uh, just north of Perth. Um, that my brother got married in, and there will be wild kangaroos just hopping over the golf course. You know, dude, that's awesome, dude. Hey, Dad. That's awesome. My, my cousin came over, and he was like, "I haven't seen a wild kangaroo yet." So my mom was like, "Get in the car, 
We'll drive around for a bit and we're going to find one. She was returning the show as fast. Wow, kangaroo! Yeah, we did. We saw a whole load. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, yeah, yeah. And if you ever, if you ever go to, if you ever go to LA, if you ever go to LA, and you go, I haven't seen a crackhead yet. Have uh, Ivan's gonna be like, get in the car, get in the car. We're gonna go. That is on the bucket list. Dude, that's right here. Dude, the, dude, the kangaroos are like they always have like kangaroos fighting and stuff. And are they, are they naturally aggressive? Would they like attack you if you approach one? Yeah, there's there's a video online of I mean because the males get really big and muscly they're like they're jacked. Um, there's a video online of one choking out a dog, like a Labrador. Oh, that's right. I remember that. I remember, that. Like, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. That went they're, viral. They're, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I've never seen. I've not seen anything like that. All I've seen is them hopping about and stuff. Not, they sleep a lot, uh-huh. uh, especially during the day because it gets so hot during the summer. They will sleep like the whole day, so they're not very active. It's just like in the season, I guess they kind of get a bit rough. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. there's one where the guy gets up and he's one. He wants to go and two for two. Yeah, he punches it. Punch it in the face, yeah. Hey, get you. He <laughs> you know? knocks it out. Yeah, but they, yeah. they, they the claws, dude. They'll rip you apart, bro. They'll, they'll rip yeah, you I mean, apart. Yeah, they, what they normally do is they balance on their tail and then they will just kick. They normally kick out one and punch, <laughs> but they can choke each other. <laughs> they can choke each other out. <laughs> It's crazy. That's like that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. there's a lot of animals out here that would attack you nice, if you nice. gave them a second chance. Dude, yeah. that's super awesome. But you want to you want you want to see some super awesome? I'm gonna show you right now, Dan. I'm gonna show you right now. Super okay. awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Uh, let's talk about, let's yeah. talk about your teeth, bro. Let's talk about your teeth because I, I I look in the background and you, yeah. hey, can you do me a favor and flip that uh, portrait of that coach? Flip it around and, and dude, tell us about <laughs> tell us about your fandom, bro. Let's talk you mean, about you mean you mean the greatest coach that oh, ever. Oh, oh <laughs> man, <laughs> the club anyway. Um, no, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually happy with them. They're winning the league. Um, I think they deserve it. It was so clear. I mean, if it was a bit more of a tighter race, uh-huh. then fair enough. But because they were so far ahead, it's like just play a couple of games, let them win the league, and. They, I mean, because they obviously, obviously, Liverpool's been playing great. So it's something you can't yeah. really take away from, right? But, no, but let's yeah, talk about you know, how how you became an Arsenal fan. Because I know we, you know, we always give you crap about being an Arsenal yeah. fan. So let's talk <laughs> yeah, about definitely. Arsenal fan, and, and let's also talk about. Um, I've, I see the LAFC Galaxy. LAFC Galaxy. It's all about Mira, Mira. Not about Phoenix, Phoenix FC. But let's talk, let's talk about your teams, bro. Hey, so like, when, hey, when did you start? Phoenix FC has as many titles as LAFC. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, I started becoming an Arsenal fan when I was 10, 10 or 11. Um, it was so the season before they won the double. Rough childhood. Huh? Um, well, the thing is, my, my dad's a Chelsea fan. Oh, you're, bro! Oh, you're still no, with the family. I would. I'm out. But he, he was, he well, was never on. like. Let, let Dan finish his story. He was trying to impress a girl <laughs> that was a <laughs> Chelsea fan, and then he, you know, became. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're time to later. But um, no, so um, he was never like fully like um, you've got to support this. He was he. It was more of a case of we played football a lot when I was a really young kid. Um, so it was more playing rather than watching. Um, I don't know. I don't know what sparked my love for Arsenal, um, but I 
I think it was like I think I saw a poster of um, Emmanuel Petit, the uh, the French guy with the long blonde hair back in '98, um, '97, '98. Um, I don't know. He just <laughs> he looks so handsome. I guess I thought, yeah, that's the team. Um, no, but yeah, and then we won the double, and I was oh. like, you know, um, it was kind of like, okay, uh, I'm happy with this club now. Um, right, and also, I was born in South London, so even in North London, um, I wasn't too far away. So I was like. There's a tiny little connection between me and the club. So, um, yeah, and I just haven't really looked back. Um, yeah. My first actual football jerseys, I don't think you see it, it's right at the end. It's the 98-99 uh, season. Nice. Uh, it's my first jersey. I think I was like 11 when I got that. Wow. So. so, like five years ago. Nice. Yeah, like a million years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so old. So, let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about Mexico. I mean, like, yeah, sure. Like, dude, yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of our followers want to know, like, yeah. how does Dan, the man yeah. from South London who lives in Australia, a Mexico fan? Like, like, real thing. Hey, I, I, I want to know. You know what I mean? Hey, Dan, and, and when you finish that question, if you can, please, please let us know how you went from Mexico and then how you found out about PVA and got all your PVA stuff and all that. Oh yeah, we'll try yeah. into that. Yeah. So, um, it, I. I tend to draw out stories, so I'll try to keep this a bit short. Um, so basically, um, I was kind of you're talking about long distance relationships. I had, I was in this long distance thing with this Mexican American girl. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that that started in 2013. So by the time 2014 came along, um, obviously the World Cup in Brazil, um, I've always loved world cups i can remember being junior school so that was when i was about 11 10 um watching football watching games at in you know in my in our school hall in our assembly um so i kind of always gone to like world cup fever a little bit i watch as many games as i can um so i was like you know in, in a weird kind of gesture i was like well i'll watch all the mexico games because i knew she was from mexico i knew that's where her heritage was I just watched all the American. I uh, watched all the um, Mexico games, um, and the first the first one I watched actually was the Brazil nil nil draw, mm-hmm. and that was like uh, hands down to this day is the most entertaining nil nil game of football I've ever watched yeah. Yeah. so far. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Bloody, yeah. And um, the funny thing was I knew um, I knew who Carlos Vela was because obviously he was at Arsenal. I knew who Cheech was. Um, I knew Godardo, Marquez, and the Dos Santos brothers. But apart from that, I didn't know anyone else. I didn't really know Ochoa at the time. Um, the funny thing was, was um, Arsenal were in the market for a goalkeeper at the time. Uh, we ended up signing Ospina from Colombia. But apparently we were seriously looking at Ochoa. I was like, oh man, it would be really cool. Because he, that's probably one of the best goalkeeping performances I've ever watched. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's Brazil, they're the host country. Um you know, Neymar, Hulk I think was playing with them at the time. Yeah. You know, it was just such a challenge from my point of view, because obviously I didn't really know much about Mexico at the time, the squad. Um so I think I'm thinking now this is gonna be like a real difficult challenge for them. Yeah. Um, the his performance in particular, I was like, Well, okay, that's cool. That kind of sparked my interest. Um and then I obviously watched the Netherlands game. I won't go too oh. much into that. <laughs> oh, don't remind us. That's like the heartache yeah. right there, man. Ow. I, kind of, I, I felt like, even though I wasn't quite a fan at the time, I felt disappointed. I was like, 
because Mexico was so close, you know, it wasn't yeah. like Netherlands just steamrolled them, it was so close, yeah. and it's just like yeah. a slight thing that wasn't a penalty. Mm-hmm. I just want to put that out right there. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's one of the first Spanish um, phrases that I learned, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know, dude. That's, um, a, that's a great trivia game. What is Dan's it, first Spanish word? No era penal. That's, no era that's penal. <laughs> and the second one should be dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so after the, after the World Cup ended, I was like, okay, I want to... I just... It wasn't... I think a lot of people, especially you guys from America, I I, I would assume think that I just woke up one day I'm like I'm gonna support Mexico now it wasn't it was very gradual um I just I started off wanting to learn more about the players that were playing in the World Cup at the time where they played I knew some others apart from the ones I've named I knew some others were in Europe at the time I think Godardo was in Valencia at the time mm-hmm. in Spain yeah so I kind of learned about the players that were playing in the league in, in Europe at the time and then um so I went two routes, and this is t- ties into you guys at PBA. So I was like, um, I want to learn um, more about the Mexican national team as an institution, um, also the players. Um, but I realized quite quickly you can't talk about El Tree without talking about Liga MX. Mm-hmm. They're very, like, super, like, together. So I ended up I, – I YouTubed – I searched on YouTube. Um, I think it was, like um, – Mexico football podcast or something, and the first thing that came up was the um, Mexican soccer show. Yeah, for Mexican guys. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, uh, Jason Marquez was still there, Naive was still there. Um, so because it was like a weekly thing, I was able to kind of just like oh, every because I think it came, comes out Monday night for you guys, but it's actually Tuesday afternoon my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So every Tuesday I'd listen to it, and you know it's only for like an hour or so, so it wasn't too much difficult you know it wasn't too difficult I think to kind of listen to it you know every week um so through them I learned about the league the teams um the good players and the bad players that were in the league at the time um but also um I found PBA on YouTube as well but the thing was was that PBA offered the other side it was the fan side, you know, what it was like to go to the games, what it was like to go to watch parties and go to the bars and watch. You know. So for me, blending the two together helped a lot because um, one, it told me there was loads and loads of people out there that were fans of Mexico, Mexican players. And, you know, it was it was kind of like the, the combination of Mexican Nations, um, Mexican soccer show and PBA kind of. Gave me a complete picture of what it was like to be an L Tree fan. Um, I started watching your videos. Um, I think you did a couple of unboxing of the PBA um, Soldado gear. Mm-hmm. I remember watching a couple of unboxing of them. I think it was um, UZ that was um, explaining what you got in the packages, and you know, so I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. That's cool." Um, but mainly, it was like because um, I'm very much. Um, a kind of guy that will go to a pub and watch a football game. I did it with my cousin way back when I was like 18, 19. So you guys go to those similar types of events. It connected with me because like, that's what I do. That's what I did in the UK. That's what I do here. Um, and then it kind of just snowballed. And basically it got to the point where 
um, I learned about the league and learned about the teams, I learned some of the players, um, and I suddenly realised like I still I felt like I was on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really want a team. I want a support team. Become oh. you know part of the group. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I looked. I made me. I looked around. Um, and I connected with Chivas for two reasons. One, they're red and white, which was, you know, the um, and the other one was, um, I was like, I started off supporting the Mexican national team. And this is a team for the Mexican nationals. So I was like, it kind of, I was like, it has to be, it's meant to be. So, yeah, so I chose Chivas. Uh, they ended up winning the league. It was, that was, I started supporting them in 2016. They won the league in 2017. Uh, it was kind of nice because I started supporting Arsenal a couple of years before they won the double. So it was kind of... You're good luck. You're, you're yeah. the good luck, bro. So we're winning we're the next real. World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it hasn't, gone too, hey, hasn't gone too well since 2017, though, but 2017 <laughs> was a good year. You hear it first. We're going to win the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Hopefully, if man. World, if Hopefully. we win the World Cup, I'll get two tattoos. I have zero right now. I'll get two. Two tattoos. One, one, one in each butt cheek. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Hey, as a matter of fact, yeah, I had asked you earlier, uh, on your top, on my screen is top left. You've got a scarf up there. It's a uh, Campeon uh, 2017, right? Is that the, that's no, the... no, no, no. No, I don't have a cheapest oh. one yet. Oh, no, I was talking about D. Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah dude, that was uh, 2017 when I went out there. We wanted to go watch them, dude. And uh, I was in uh, the dead. Where were we again? Is it um... fresh my memory? So we went. We watched that game together. We were coming back from LA because Mexico had just yeah. played in LA, and we were yeah. on our way back. And the final um, against Santos, I believe, right? Oh, Tigres. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you Tigres. Yeah. So we we do we so check this out, Dan. So like, or and Ivan too. So we're like hauling ass from LA trying to get to Phoenix, right? And we're not gonna make it. We're not gonna make it. There's no way. So we're driving and then I hit I hit up one of my friends or one of our members uh uh on on um Instagram Twitter, whatever, right? I go, hey, we're gonna hit Palm Springs like in 40 minutes, 30 minutes. Like where can we go watch this game? He's like, well go to this place, this place, and these are your options. So we called, hey are you watch are you showing the game, the final? Yeah, we're gonna have it here. So then we get off the freeway, we freaking haul ass there. <laughs> Uh, and we ended up watching that game, right? See, yep. me, you, Fonzo, and, and Fonzo's dad. Yeah, Fonzo's so dad, dude. That yep. was like that to me. That was a memorable. I mean, it was also because we we like like we were rushing to get to that to that. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and I would have been mad if we missed it too, dude. dude, dude yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll give you I'll give you two West fans One, Dan, I give you props for actually um, yeah. t- taking like I don't want to say necessary steps, but the way you became a fan. That's I can't respect that. So I'm not going to make fun of you for being Cheers, a Chivas fan too. That Thanks. game that you're talking about, I remember watching it with my dad. And that's a game where Tigres was dominating. Chivas yeah. had two shots on goal or something. Like that, and both of them went in. Uh-huh. And Tigres didn't do anything. And then I remember, yeah. the third thing I remember about that Chivas thing is when Chivas was horrible around that time. But they had that one good, like that championship. And then I think the one Liga I met, no, Copa I met, they, they won, won the um, CCL. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, they were horrible during that era. Oh, here we go. Here we go. 
But that's they were a good thing. No, that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, right. imagine, imagine, think about it. Imagine they wouldn't want those titles. Where would Chivas be right now? Think about it. I mean, they're not going to be in Cruz Azul's like, shoes right now because they're all oh, in trouble. Oh, 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 I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but let's, let's jump into Let's jump right into that. That's next subject. Cruz Azul, yeah, right? Yeah. Money. What, what's the deal? Money, money laundering. Money laundering. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like there's, there's one controversy after another with Liga MS at the moment. First, it was the whole pro-rail thing. Um, and now this and the Malacas as well, Morelia. Uh, it's just... Oh, I know. Every so often, you just read something new that's happened. It's like, really? Is that really <laughs> And one of one of our close friends on, and uh, we support him. We follow them all the time. El Tri Online. They posted uh, on Instagram uh, a question. It was it was which is worse, right? Out of four, they had yeah. uh, the cancellation of uh, La Clausura, um, the Cruz Azul money laundering scandal, Maybe. Morelia uh, mo- moving to Mazatlan, and then what was yeah. the other one, Ivan? Uh, the what was the? There was I the mean, fourth. I, I don't remember. I don't remember which one. So it shows you the importance, right? But <laughs> I mean, so what do you guys think? What what is what is what is I worse? Put, right? I put that Cruz Azul thing because technically, I think there's a thing. Uh, damn, and and we, we posted it too on El Three Online. There's a clause where if somebody from your organization gets busted with that with that specific crime, certain things like that, the team can actually fold. I'm sure. They're that's, not gonna fold because there's so much. It's money a historic involved. team. It's a historic yeah. team. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, and I have to look it up. But I remember we posted something about that. It's so, just oh, it's so. Crazy. So to, the, the fourth one was uh, uh, the end of uh, Ascenso and Mekis was the fourth. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's yeah, that's that one as well. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, to, for for me, the one. I mean, they're all they're all you know. It's a, it's just a crappy situation, right, for Liga mm-hmm. MX and, and everything. But for me, the one I really you know hurt the most for me personally was Morelia because that's where my family's from. They're from Michoacan, uh, so they're yeah, big diehard they're diehard fans. And the fact that this Dude. you know. It's like it's like what what team was that in the NFL? Was it Indianapolis who left Baltimore to you know? No, the that was Cleveland Browns. That was the Cleveland. Oh, the Browns. Browns. The, was it the Browns? Well, the Rams. I think it was the Rams, wasn't it? Wasn't it a team it was that, that like overnight they just packed and left? Yeah, like, it, it was, was Cleveland, and they moved was, to Baltimore. That's why Cleveland yeah, didn't have a Cleveland. team for a long time. Oh, Remember? that's right. That's and then right. Houston. Yeah, I, the NFL is my favorite sport. Just that's season. right. Um, that's right. You know what? One comment, real quick, on Liga MX and. Uh, I love Liga Mekis. I like I love I support it all the way. But I think one, if not the most major drawback that they have compared to uh MLS is money. Liga Mekis is so uh what to say corrupt and mm-hmm. unorganized in that manner where MLS is set financially in that way. That's why it's slowly growing from city mm-hmm. to city. Yeah, no, it's it's growing tremendously and I think uh you know, we also right now what the coronavirus is doing is exposing a lot of these teams, right? And that's what we we see the Cruz Azul yeah. thing, the Ascenso. I mean, all these things it's exposing it. And I think it all started last year with uh, with uh, Tiburones, the Veracruz, right? That oh, yeah. that brought it to, yeah. to the next level. And yeah. and you start to see the, yeah. the Pacto de Caballeros thing that you heard, right? Where they're getting paid. Here's your contract, but you're getting paid extra under the table that we're not going to put in the contract, right? And they're just screwing mm-hmm. them over afterwards, saying yeah. no. I, Done the and contract. Then you guys remember when Chivas had you guys had a loaded team when you guys won that title and the players started leaving, remember? Because the owner wasn't paying the players. Oh, uh, the bonus, yeah. 
Yeah, like in this, I'm not saying in this country, but here the way the things, the way things are structured, like the NFL, NBA, you can't get away with things like that. Yeah. Like if somebody does that, which actually happened in the nineties in the NFL, the team will get penalized and they'll suffer for it. Liga Mekis, they're kind of like, ah, whatever, watch, and they just trade the players away. Like the owner had nothing to do with it. Did they actually pay the Chivas other bonuses? Do you guys know? I don't know. I think they got like free uh, iPods or some shit. Some, something. Oh yeah, something. they got a free iPad. That they probably got from, they probably got from the cartel because they stole it from a Dude. you know a shipment or something. Yeah. Speaking uh, speaking about stealing, don't want to ch- <laughs> I don't want to change the gears on you. Hey, look at this Dan. guy. Looting. Hey, looting. Dan, what's yeah. your take on the looting, the rioting? Yeah. Let me ask you. This. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you guys have you guys don't have racism over in Australia? Oh, it's mainly aimed, historically aimed at the um, Aboriginals. Uh-huh. Um, now when everyone respects that they're the traditional owners of the land, um, but they they were persecuted for about hundred years or so. Wow. Um, similar to what happened in the US at the same time in the eighteen fifties or whatever. Oh, but um, but yeah, is it, so there is, is racism. Is it, is it still going on? Is yeah, is it still on? strong or is um, it kind of way? It's not. I don't think it's as prevalent as it was. Like I think it was worse in like the eighties and seventies and things. Um, but there are. I mean, the government and the officials are all like supportive of their culture now. They recognise that the Aboriginals are the traditional owners of the land. Any kind of formal ceremony things that they do acknowledge. That you know, we there's there's different um, I guess tribes you call it mm-hmm. from different areas. So depending on what area you are, they'll they'll thank that tribe and we acknowledge that tribe as being the traditional owners of the land. Um, so officially, um, I think it's very um, it's I think it's way better here than it is in the US in terms I, of the government. I think everywhere is pretty much better. Yeah. yeah. So just a question, what are the people saying or what's the perspective of who, you know, the people there in Australia, what's going on here? How do you guys see our yeah. current situation here in the U.S.? And, and you saw I mean, how it started, right, with that Minnesota? Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, so I think to start with, um, especially from my point of view, it was crazy, that video. I mean, we've all seen the video. Um, it was just crazy. Like, what am I watching? You know, it's just can you? Are you watching, like? Are you, you know, it's happened, but you can't you quite. Like, from my point of view, I can't quite like, imagine, like accept that it's going. It's happening. Yeah, if you know what yeah, I mean, it like, can't be what's really happening. Um, so it's you know, um, because you know I'm not a minority, so I feel like I can't. Um, I don't have a right to um, say. I just think that. Um, with everything that's happened afterwards, I, I I understand, you know. I'm not going, I'm not one of those people like, I don't know why they're looting, I don't know why they're rioting, I don't know why they're protesting. I very much know they're doing it because this guy died, but it's not just because he died, it's because it's a problem that seems to be happening regularly with you guys, um, unfortunately. Um, and no one, it, there's no change with, with us, like the whole, it's a different issue. Uh, but the whole gun situation, for example, over there, it just seems like it's, it's allowed to happen again and happen again. Whereas yeah. over here, we had, a, we had a mass shooting in Port Hedland, yeah. which I think is just north of Perth, um, I think. Um, we had a mass shooting there. It killed, I think, about 20 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, they got the government basically did a law. We couldn't, um, 
you can't own a semi-automatic weapon anymore, if I'm correct. Um, you can own guns legally over here, um, but there's been no mass shooting since, and that was back in the 90s, like mid-90s. Yeah. Um, so I think in America, the government seems to be reluctant to make changes, take the step to, okay, yeah, let's just try and do this. To Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's too much money, there's too much money involved. Like Liga MX, yeah. there's too much money There's too much. You know, you know, we talk about Liga MX and all that being corrupt. I mean, there's, there's, there's as well, man. I mean, there's, there's people in people's pockets, right? They call them lobbyists or whatever. They just, they don't want to make these laws because they give them a bunch of money for their campaign, you know? And yeah. it's kind of one of those, it's one of those yeah. things like, hey, remember that, that, you know, that, uh, you know, I remember that thing I they did for you. Now you got to, they got to help me out, right? It's yeah. just yeah, it's exactly. everywhere. Yeah. It, it's just like here, here, everybody has suits, you know, in other places they, they, you know, they don't look like that, but here it's, it's people that are wearing suits and are higher up. Yeah. I yeah. think that's why it'd be, if it's, I don't know if it's possible or nothing's impossible, actually. If Liga Mayakis can kind of combine with MLS to make a oh. Super Liga, to make mm. the structure to be a little bit more organized and hold people accountable, <laughs> I think that's that, that, no. I mean... <laughs> I mean, one, one thing I'll say about that is there's there's always this argument about what's, what league is better. And I think... Uh, my argument is that on the pitch, Liga MX is clear daylights above yes. MLS. They, they, uh, I really like that. I need to get rather than myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think the uh, the youth system's better in Liga MX. I think uh, the quality of players are better. Um, I think they can attract younger, better players. Like the MLS is like the retirement league. Um, but, as much as people don't want to say it, it is. Yeah, but I think I think the flip side. I think the backroom <laughs> backroom area, you know, the boards and things like that. This runs the MLS is run better. The league is run better itself. Exactly. It's more legit. It's more legal. If if I can use that yeah. term. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, that's you, a, hey Dan, you, you hit the nail in the co- nail in the coffin. Yeah, dude, that, he definitely he gets he gets a, a big praise for that one, dude. Good yeah, because you know. I, <laughs> Thank you know, you. I never, I never, never, never really thought about it like that until you just put it like that, Dan. But you're right. If you were to combine, not necessarily combine the leagues, but maybe aspects, aspects, yeah, right. So like, if they maybe take the structure that the MLS has and whatnot, mm-hmm. and how it's ran and all this stuff, dude. It's for me, Liga MX is yeah. a beat. Well, you you mm-hmm. hit the nail. You hit the nail right on the head. I yeah. never thought about it like that. So here, here's MLS, my here's MLS, here's, MLS even has just, like a salary cap, like a minimum. I think the minimum player has to make about fifty eight thousand. I don't know what mm. league I am making. If they have, that. I don't know if they have that, that structure. Does. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I looked it up because I was doing some little research on it, and I don't remember, but I do recall that that they the a minimum that a player has to make, uh, what have you, how many games they have to play, all that stuff. And look at honestly, they have a really the All Star game was going to be dope this year too, right here in L A. But yeah, it was. So, so what was the minimum again for um, MLS? I think it was about fifty eight or something like that. That's here, here, that's it for a player. Hold on, damn, um, that's pretty low. Well, I mean, you know, you think about you talk about that's like what the lowest. Or average, or the minimum. That, that, minimum right? that's, that's maybe that's like a like a what is it a practice player maybe? I'm lying is, to you. That, Seventy thousand two hundred and fifty. Okay, and that's for like a practice player, I imagine, or someone who actually plays. Yeah, that's in, somebody. In, yeah, that's okay. not like your Carlos Vela who's making like seven million. Chicharito's making one like six and a half, seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and so um, got the better hair. It's gone up. It's been it's been at forty eight thousand five hundred, but in twenty nineteen the minimum salary for players was seventy thousand two hundred and fifty. So so here's the thing about MLS though they're they're really they're they're really kind of going with the typical American sports though right there there's no there's no sense so there's no like hey you know regulation uh, regulation or none of that it was just like you got the money. You know, you, we're gonna we're gonna give you a team, mm-hmm. and that's it, right? It's like it's. What do you guys think about that? Because I I like the aspect of like, hey, you got that underdog team that can come up of the ranks, and if the other team is just not performing, like get them out of here. Like, yeah, I, 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 I like I like a senso. I like a senso, man. It, it, it really is. I mean, I think throughout the world, the majority of the world plays or does the senso, right? They they you know yeah. they have the regulation. And a lot of people complain about, oh, the MLS needs to get regulation. This is, I, I get all that stuff, but obviously football has been is for for centuries or for ages, however you want to call it, in all these different towns and cities and countries that you know basically it's a pueblo. It's a pueblo. You it's have a, the it's a pride, players, a pride for your town. And, yeah. and, and you play, and then they move up, and they get better, and they move up, and then you're obviously able to become a team or a franchise, yeah. right? And, and and the U.S. it just the U.S. is not built for that. There's no way it, it just isn't yeah. built. You this know, is, I I would go with that, and I think this is what's holding them back. I think, for example, let's say you can answer this question for us, um, Coronel Phoenix uh, Rising, right? Let's say they they have a sense and they move up. Mm-hmm. What does the stadium look like? What's their capacity? At the stadium for not a lot. Phoenix, like but 6, right 000? now, right now it's only like six, seven thousand. I think that's one of the drawbacks why uh, MLS doesn't do that because let's say a team like that, I'm not saying like that, but that has that capacity at a stadium compared to like LASC, Galaxy, or even Atlanta, that they hold like 80,000 people at a stadium. That's one of the drawbacks that some of these cities are not ready or not like, uh, yeah, they're not ready. It's not even a matter of fact. I mean, because I mean, obviously we got, we got great stadiums here in Arizona. Yes. Yeah. We've got the, yeah. the Cardinals yeah, stadium. As as, or, yeah, as soon as we get that, we'll just do the Cardinals, right? Yeah, yeah. you can go to Cardinals. Yeah. But the problem is, the problem is, who's going to go? And the problem with, with, with football here in the States is the fact that a lot of people are bandwagon. And if your team's not winning, no one's mm. showing up. No one's showing part. up. That yeah, that is huge. Is and money sport. talks and money talks. You yeah. look so like you look at Atlanta FC, right? They just started. They're winning right off the bat. They yep. won a title. The, title. the prices are super cheap at the stadium. Prices are super cheap at the stadium. Concessions are super cheap at the stadium. So obviously their their fan base has grown. LAFC obviously with the with the with the Carlos rival Carlos Vela, the LA Galaxy, yeah. the the. the the rivalry with LA Galaxy, obviously, all that's up. But you look at a, a historical franchise like the Chicago Fire. Do they get nobody? The, the the Chicago Fire. They can't get nobody yeah. to that stadium, bro. It's because they change the logo. That logo. Yeah, you know, even like Dallas, Dallas FC, or uh, they they were they, they had a big draw. They're not winning. People don't go. That's just the way people are here in the states. Yeah. That's just, people. We got the Arizona Diamond. Look at the Cardinals, right? I'll take the Cardinals for instance. No one would go to the damn Cardinals game. It was a visitor. It was a visitor's. It's gonna be really home. good this year. It was a here we go. It was a visitor's <laughs> home yeah. field. It was a visitor's, visitor's home field, right? Z, you can attest to this. No, and it was. That, but this is before they got their own stadium. Great. Well, not even no, no, not even that. 
Cardinals went to the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, everybody goes to that stadium. Arizona is like is transplants from everywhere, dude. I mean, you came from Dallas. You came from Texas. You came from San Antonio. We're going to come from LA. We're going to disagree on this because the number one team in Phoenix should be and always has been the Phoenix Suns. And that the Phoenix yeah. Suns have been struggling forever. Well, the last few years, nobody goes to the games. They're not winning. But but the team, the team that runs Phoenix, Arizona is the Phoenix Suns. And they're not winning. No one goes to the stadium. That's just the way it is, man. You got to right, win. Hold on, hold on. I think, hold on. I think we lost all our fans right now. Everybody's just tuning out. Uh, right. It's true. <laughs> hey, and, then, and, then, hey, and then we have to remember in this country, the number one sport is football. Is that, is that basketball? Except for the Chargers. Not... Except for like, <laughs> hey, hey, the Chargers, most teams sell out. Like their stadium or I don't want to say sell out, but they get a lot of fans. Cleveland gets a lot of fans. Uh, maybe Jacksonville doesn't. The Niners started getting fans like the last couple of years because it started winning. Um, oh, I'm, oh, like I said, except for the Chargers. Point. You know, and it, it, it's but like you know that, what? One, one team that you don't have to worry about is Mexico. Mexico is always going to bring the team, dude. You know, we've had situations where they. How many times have they breaking our hearts, man? How many times? And Dan just joined the family. Dan just joined our family, and look at that well, man. He's also heartache. feeling our heartache. Hey, hey Dan, yeah. you said you you said it earlier too. You're like they were so close. It's like Mexico always does that to us. We're so close, but then we're always in the blues and anyways. Dude, as a matter of fact, Mexico should be playing right now, and Den- we should all be in Denver <laughs> right now. Oh, today was supposed to be the match in Denver. All right, so here's yeah, my here's, here, here's our next thing, Dan. Are you ever going to make it out? And once everything gets back to normal, man, are we ever going to see you ever ever come to to check out one of the games out here with us? Yeah, it's, 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 ever since I was watching your videos, um, ever since I kind of got into Mexico, it's like, I need to go out there. Um, I've got one more trip to the UK to make, because I, I was supposed to be in the UK right now um, on a holiday. So I'm going to do that, and then it's like, I'm going to go. I don't know whether I'm going to the US or Mexico first. Probably the US first, if the whole COVID thing clears up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just come to LA. I got you. Yeah, dude, well, you know, yeah, you know, awesome. you know we'll, we'll have you with open arms, man. You know, we'll we'll, we'll treat you. Cheers, we'll treat man. you like royalty, man. It, like Australian it, royalty. It, 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 it's hot in Phoenix. We don't we don't have any kangaroos. It's hot over here, though. Hey, Dan, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Hey, Dan, let me ask you a question. Do you like basketball? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't love any other sport other than football. But basketball is one of those ones that I could watch. Mm-hmm. I just actually watched the um the Jordan documentary. Yeah, because ah, really yeah. I, I'm very I was very clueless about it. I don't really know. I knew he was famous. I knew he won a lot, but um, it was interesting to watch. Sure. Hey, hey, hey! Speaking of that, speaking of that, hey, Ivan, I got something to show you. What's up? All right, you got. Damn! Oh, oh you got him! Nice. Nice. What's up, man? I want that Coronel hey. money right hey. there. Hey, hey, whenever you shoot, shoes... That's, you mean, that's just a profile pic right there. Coronel, I had him two weeks ago, bro. And it, and you got <laughs> what the hell? I thought I had one on you. <laughs> no, hey, Dan, I got to show our shoes. I waited, I waited the entire podcast. I'm like, I can't wait to rub it in the <laughs> face. I got hey, Jordan. Hey, and he had it two hey, weeks Coronel. ago. Coronel, but wait, wait. I get it because it's not every day 
that everybody goes out to buy those Jordans. And those Flint 13s are one of my, like, all-time favorites. I still have mine from, like, 2009. <laughs> and I have the Dude, those are beautiful. Let, let, me just, let me just tell you how Coronel does. Yeah. Right? So, oh, this, Coronel... This
I mean, I think it costs about a hundred Australian dollars. So that's, I think it's about 70, 60, 70 US dollars. Right and then it was, it was that again to get it shipped out here. So it, for me, um, the, I've got the blue Chivas one. There's a Chivas one next to it. There's a Chivas, the new white Chivas away kit, the third kit. Sorry. I've got that. Um, I've got so that white Mexico me- one. That's my Raul Jimenez one. That's my latest one I've got. Nice. Um, I've also got my black one, uh, you know, the stripes. Yeah. Um, that's my, that's my Chevy Di one. Um, they all come from World Soccer Show. They all cost me each a, about 200 Australian dollars. So. Oh. It's not too bad. It's worth it, you know. Yes. See? That's the attitude. It's all worth it, baby. It's all worth it. Oh, yeah, man. Let's let's wrap up with this because we're talking about jerseys and kits, and I just thought of an idea, man. If it, what what is one thing that you don't have right now that you wish you had regarding a kid or any kind of you know soccer memorabilia, right? Yeah. So um, think about it for a second here. I'll tell you mine. So um, yeah. the jer- the jersey behind is my favorite Mexico jersey, dude. The '98. I love that jersey, yeah. dude. With the Aztec, yeah. right? But um, I'm I'm thinking something for me recently. I would love that um, Raul Jimenez Wolves green jersey with uh, the sin, that, without the Sincara um, mask with the wolves on it that he wore. Yeah. That that combo right there, dude. I would, dude. I would go crazy if I can find that. Both of those things, man. What about you, Ivan? Uh, uh, honestly, me, I would love if I can get. Believe it or not, there's two things actually. One, I would want like a Joe Montana jersey from the 80s, like an authentic one. Because I already have a Jerry Rice authentic one from a Super Bowl, actually. And I would love a John Taylor jersey. It's hard to find John Taylor jerseys from the night. I'm just saying because that's my favorite sport. Mm-hmm. But I don't have like an authentic John Taylor or Joe Montana jersey from the 80s. That's what, if I could. But if I had to get a Mexico one, it'd probably be an authentic one from the 99 Confederations Cup. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, go on in. You know what? Uh, I don't know if there's one that I really, really want. I think I've got them all. Wow. Uh, I, I think I've got them. You know what? Dang, matter of okay. fact, not, not think about it. The one, the, one, the one that I don't have, lies. the one that I don't have is the 98 one, but the one in the with the red, with the red tint Ooh, in it. Oh, nice. You know? yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But a long sleeve one. I think that's probably the only one that, that I, I – I mean that I don't. Nice. I got all of them, so I mean. What about you, Dan? Um, so for Chivas, it was it used to be the um, the one. It still is actually. It's the one that they won the league with 2017. The one that had that kind of the weird color thing, like you yeah. know what I mean. Um, yeah. I, I still don't have that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I've got the one. Elegant. I've got all the ones between that that one and the one they have now. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that one. I can't seem to find it anywhere. You know. um, so that's my Chivas one. Um, mainly because they won the league in that, you know, okay, I kind of won it. Yeah. Um, the Arsenal one, um, I don't know whether you guys watched this documentary called 89. They won the league in 89. They beat Liverpool in the last game of the season. <laughs> and they had to, apparently, sorry, dude, I had to, I had to. <laughs> he just okay, had okay. to dig it. He, he just had to dig it in there. Hey, go on, go on he, Pretty much, Piano just said. In your face, <laughs> so to be fair, I didn't bring Liverpool up. Um, uh, they, awesome. they, we had to win. We had to win that by two goals, and it was to win the league. Uh, Liverpool in the lead, um, in the league. We we ended up winning two. Then we won the league, and it was 
Um, it's the most exciting end to a league in English history. Um, some people would say the whole Man United, Man City thing where Aguero scored the last winning goal back in 2016. Uh, but it, 89, so the kit they're wearing in the 89 is kind of got like a pattern on the sleeves. I like that. Uh, that's my Arsenal one. Um, I, uh, Mexico one, I can't find anywhere, is the, um, I think it's the 2016. I don't know whether it's the Confederations Cup or whether it's the Gold Cup, but it's the, I always imagine Chicharito wearing it. It's the, it's the green and the light green, green and light green. And it's got the V-neck, it's the V-neck colour. Oh! 2016. It's like, it's beautiful, but I can't find it online. I'm pretty sure it's the 2016. I mean, it was... It wasn't for a World Cup. I'm pretty sure it was for like a Gold Cup or Confederations Cup or something. Um, I always picture, I've got a picture of Chicharito we're bearing it and I'm just like, hey, Dan, Dan, do me a favor it. on Twitter. Yeah. Send me a picture of it. I'll find it for you. Send me oh, a picture I, of it and your size and then I'll find it for you. Ivan's got everybody. You can find anything you want. He's got another guy. Okay, what can I get? What can I get? Yeah. Send me, <laughs> send me a picture of it and send me your size. Yeah. I'll find it for you. Yeah, sweet man, I will. Thanks, man. Yeah, I just can't find it anyway. Everywhere's sold out, so they don't sell it anymore. I, I haven't got me. I haven't got me my car stereo and speakers for you know under a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I need hey, some yeah. more wheels. I need some I, more tires. I haven't, I haven't got my daughter braces. They were young. You guys need car stereo stuff, dude. I could. I, I got you. Guys. I got you. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um. Oh my gosh, Dan! This is a good time, dude. We're gonna have to bring you back again, dude, because yeah, we, we, we can talk for hours, dude. You know, we're excited that we're kicking off again, and um, who better than Dan, right? Our Australian counterpart. Um, can't wait to, to hear more of your stories. You know, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today, man. Um, I want to ask you: Is there anything you want to say? Final thoughts? Anything you want to plug in? I know you have a YouTube channel. What 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 are some final thoughts for you? Sure. First of all, well, well, thank you all. Um, for the invite, it was just like so awesome. Like I've been listening to you guys, I've been watching you guys on PBA, uh, to finally be able to have an actual conversation with you guys and you know, quote unquote, meet you. Uh, it was pretty awesome. Um, um, so thank you very much for having me on here. Um, as I say, I'm, I'm many, I'm many, I'm many, I'm many, um, yeah, I'm on all my social media, I'm Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Um, I also have a Facebook page um, dedicated to Mexican football. I kind of just share news and stuff. It's, I think it's facebook.com, uh, Eldaman86 Football Mexicano. I think that's what it is. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm Eldaman86 on all my social media. Um, I just want to shout out PBA, shout out um, uh, Mexican Talk Show, um, Chivas del Norte, Eagle Eye Podcast. There's so many English. It's been a first time there was hardly any English, you know, speaking. There was no podcast at all, apart from Mexican Sox Show. Um, and definitely not in English. And obviously, my Spanish still isn't that great. So, like, I super appreciate the English side, you know. Uh, so everyone that's doing English podcasts at the moment, big ups to you guys. Um, I think the community is growing, um, which is, it can only benefit everyone. Um, so, yeah, I just want to thank you. I also want to thank... Um, I believe his name is Carlos. I think he's the captain of the San Francisco. Battalion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've still seen him quite often, so big up to him as well. Um, yeah, so I'll just thank you guys again for having me on. It's been a awesome. Well, thank you, Dan. Awesome. Ivan, Cornel, any final thoughts for you guys? No, man, just again, it's super, super, I'm super excited uh, to actually talk to Dan. I know we follow each other on Twitter and whatnot. 
Facebook, you know, I don't really get on Facebook a lot. Yeah. I checked the other day. One side note. I checked Facebook. My average time on Facebook is less than two minutes a day. Damn, that's not mine. Damn. <laughs> Damn. 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 On Facebook. Instagram's a different story. Twitter's a different story. Yeah. You, but anyway, no, thank you guys again, Dan. Thank you very much. It's been super, super fun. Uh, we love, you know, learning about Australia, different parts of the, of the world. And I'm super excited that, that you know, in the future, we, we will meet. We definitely will meet. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, sure. we'll, we'll hook up soon. Look forward to it. Yeah, a couple of things. One, Dan, finally... It's cool uh, to see you um, in video because we always chat on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so sure. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then shout out to everybody who's doing the podcast and nice shoes, by the way. And I just hope everybody continues to stay safe because, I mean, it's happy-go-lucky for us while we're doing this, but there's a lot of violence that I think is unnecessary to a certain degree, but, I, you know, it is what it is. I just want everybody to be safe, be happy, so we can get out of 2020 because 2020 sure. is Tough on everybody, man. And then I know I know people say that COVID nineteen is not real, blah blah blah. It is. I know people that have died from it, and it sucks. And, and um, gotta get through twenty twenty because we have lost some people, and people think it's fake or whatever. I'm gonna just tell people off, but you know, it's about it. Be safe, and thank you, Z and uh, yeah. Coronel, for having us as usual. Yeah. So I want to thank you guys again. Um, you know, for for spending this time. You know, again, an hour goes by fast, and I think, you know what, we got to get out of the crazy. We got to get out of this, you know, crazy 2020 that we're dealing with. And this is our escape right here, man. This is connecting with people. We still have a passion. We're going to keep Mexican soccer alive. Uh, whether we can't see it in person, we can't see it on TV right now. But guess what? They can't take our memories. They can't take all of our, our past experiences with it. So this is what we're doing, man. It's, it's keeping it alive and talking about it. So, um, you know, with that, I, you know, Capitan Ivan, El Coronel, Dan, our special guest. This is Z signing off, and we'll see you guys next time. Yo voy a cantar esta canción, yo voy a cantar esta canción para mi gente Con una pasión, con una pasión tan fuerte Facebook and it just said I had average less than 20 because they, want, they want you to come back, dude They want you yeah. to come back, come back Come back, yeah. come back and hey, my, my, hey, mine says 23 minutes on Facebook Look at Break it down for you. There you go. They track everything. Yeah, 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 yeah,